Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway superfans. From Broadway superfans. We're here with Seth Sykes. Hi. What a Welcome. nice alliterative name you have. Oh, thank Ooh. you. Is that is that your given name? It is my given name. Nice. No one believes that, but it is. <laughs> That's funny. And aren't you glad I wasn't born with a lisp? Yeah. <laughs> but you'd be such a cute Winthrop. That's true. <laughs> well. That's true. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. We're going to start with our 10 questions, which is a series of questions that we ask all of our guests. Okay. Um, sort of rapid fire. All right. Do you know Beth Level? I do know Beth Level. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I've, I've actually done worked on almost two, one and a half shows with Beth. <gasps> what show? lucky. Um, I was a production assistant on a show called Minsky's that was supposed <gasps> to come to Broadway. Mm-hmm. And we, did, we went to L.A. and she had a wonderful, actually a great theater song in that, if you've never heard it, called mm. Home. And then I was actually at the first reading of The Drowsy Chaperone ever that she, <gasps> when she played... Uh, the, the chaperone. I turned pages for the uh, oh, pianist. That's oh my amazing. God. It was pretty exciting. That's like, could you like feel it in the room? I thought this woman. I, I thought I thought she was amazing, but I, I really hoped. I thought I hope they give her this part and don't give it to a star because mm. this could really be something. <gasps> and yeah. it was. It was. Yeah. Something. Oh, that's so wonderful. Uh, she you, was. I mean, she was so incredible in that. She show. was so great. Yeah. And, you guys ask that question because you must love her, right? We love we her. Love She's Beth like our Lovell. mascot. We just like to make sure we know who knows Beth Lovell. Of course. You know. Yeah. It's important. Because we should all be so lucky mm-hmm. to know Beth Lovell. Next question. Which show do you most want revived? <sighs> That's really hard. <laughs> but I'm going to say Follies. <sighs> and I know it was just revived. <laughs> but, but there I, could always be a revival of Follies. I think it should be revived like every two years. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to say, can I say one more? Yeah. yeah. Gypsy. Yes. Yeah. With but, who? With who? Well, With who? there's not really anyone who's ready, is there? Carly Carmelo. Kelly Carmelo would be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever fallen asleep on stage while pretending to be asleep or dead on stage? No. <laughs> but I think I used to fall asleep in scenes in, in acting school. But remember, I haven't been on stage in 10 years. Right. So mm. One doesn't tend to fall asleep during the middle of a Judy Garland. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> What's your favorite Broadway house? I'm going to go with the Schubert. Mm. And it's because I have personal feelings about it because when I was 19, I, I worked as a uh, from the merchandise company for Bernadette Peters and Gypsy, <gasps> and I, I was there all the time holding up programs, oh. and I saw the show like, you know, more times than I could count, and it just it was sort of the first time I got to be around a Broadway show sort of regularly, yeah, and so that the I, when I walk in there, it just fills me with. So so many emotions. Oh, oh, that's, that's fantastic. That's amazing. Well, you know us so well, considering we met about 10 minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> Dreamcast us in a show. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> the obvious thing is you should just do sideshow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I'm sure it. everyone says that. <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, I'm a completely obsessed with sideshow, so it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe at the end of the interv- interview, when I know you a little better, I'll cast you in another show. Yes. Okay. Great. Well, we can circle back. Okay. <laughs> do you read reviews? Uh, okay. So I assume that means about myself. Yeah. Um, I 
again, have only ever done one thing that that uh, <laughs> ha- that uh, warranted a review, mm-hmm. and I got one review, and it was a love letter. And Aww. so I'm a little spoiled. <laughs> but this time, this next show, I'm having a couple of critics come and, and I'll be nervous to read it, but I'm sure I will. Yeah. Um, what is the show you've seen the most times? Um, so I'm not going to count the shows where I worked there as a sort of you know, mm-hmm. a merchandise person or usher. Um, but the one I sort of went back the most times was the original revival of Cabaret. Oh. I saw it about 10 times. Wow. <gasps> did you see different MCs? I did. I did. I didn't get to see the original cast. Um, the one that sticks out in my head, the, in my mind the most is, I think, Raul Esparza. Yes. We love Raul Esparza. Were you, I think you're too young to have been around for that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we weren't here yet. He was, it, was, it was a, you could tell he was going to be a big star. Mm. We love him. Yeah. Who would you fangirl over? Oh, well, I do fangirl over. <laughs> well, I mean, look, 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 look. The, the last, there are only a couple of real old style Broadway mm. uh, stars left. And some of them aren't on Broadway like ever. But, but the big one is obviously Liza. Mm. She's the one who really, she's really the last great star and then, but the ones I really fangirl over are Bernadette Peters. Mm. And I'm, listen, I've always loved Kristen Chenoweth, but until, and I mean, I really love her, but I've never gone nuts over her until I saw her in, on the 20th century. Mm. And I thought this is one of the greatest musical comedy performances I've ever seen. So I'm becoming a fangirl pretty big right mm. now. Over her. She's incredible. Yeah. We agree. What was your worst and or best survival job? Oh my God. I'm just going to say cater waitering because I have mm. to do that all the time. And it's really, really demoralizing. Mm. It's like being in the army. They yell at you. You're, you're, you're throwing food into the people's food into the garbage. It's just, I hate it. <laughs> Last question. Yep. Comps in a time machine. What would you see? I, I'm going to have to go. Well, it's so tricky because I, I'd, it'd be great to see some, some, shows on the opening night or the first preview mm. but i'm i have to go with because my whole life is about this right now i have to go with carnegie hall judy yeah. garland yeah totally yeah i have to go with that yeah that is an excellent choice which of course is why we're here because you have a 54 below show coming up yes um, i do seth sings judy garland that's that, right yeah seth sykes sings judy oh, garland. seth sykes I forgot. another s in there seth sykes <laughs> sings judy garland songs no no actually judy this garland. one's called Seth Sykes is still singing Judy Oh, Garland. right. Right. Oh, still funny. singing. I love Got that. Got more S's in there. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. Possible. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So tell us about the, the process of the show and how you started your journey with Judy. Well, the journey with Judy started when I was about six years old, when I first saw uh, a VHS tape of Summerstock. Mm-hmm. And I became obsessed Ooh. with it as a boy. I'm from Paris, Texas. And we... I oddly had this VHS around the house and I got really obsessed with it and I'd watch it all the time. And then, but to skip many, many years and get back to Judy, I started, um, well, you know, I went to school to be an actor and I decided quickly, like you, that you didn't like auditioning. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, and I hated the rejection and all that. I did a couple of shows and then I worked backstage uh, as an assistant director for a long time. But meanwhile, I'm what I call my, I call myself a, 
uh, piano bar addict. Mm. So I'm at piano bars all the time singing songs. And uh, the songs I always found that I wanted to sing the most were Judy Garland songs. I could feel them the most. And I got up and I started singing them and people started reacting to them. And people kept saying, when you sing them, you sort of are channeling her somehow because I don't do an impersonation. Right. And somehow after doing this for a few years, I got the balls to (laughs) book uh, 54 Below and and do it. And I thought it was going to happen for one night only, kind of a fun thing. But it was so successful that I did another and now I'm doing it again. That's right. so exciting. That's you have, answered the question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you um, work with the same musical director? Um, uh, two of the shows ha- have been uh, directed by Gary Adler. The second one uh, he wasn't available for, so um, uh, Mark Hartman was the music director. But mm. um, the sort of... I mean, those guys are amazing and they're great, great. They lead me along. But the um, the musical arranger and orchestrator is this kid that you should know his name, Matt Ament. And he's uh, he's had, didn't orchestrate Gigi, but he did uh, the incidental arrangements oh. and some of the vocal arrangements. And I think he's he's going to be the next big deal when it comes mm. to ar- arranging, which is something I'm really interested yeah. in on yeah. Broadway shows. Yeah. Since you're talking about arranging, like what what do you do with these Judy Garland songs? Um, that makes them different. Well, so we re- we recreate her arrangements mostly. A mm. couple of them we do a, we took take a little twist, a couple of liberties with, but um, mostly we recreate them. Um, I don't sing them as her, so I think what people respond to is um, a sort of contemporary feel, mm. uh, but with these old arrangements. Mm. So. You know, I try to bring her spirit to them, but I, I really, I try not hard, or I don't consciously try to, to, you know, mimic what she does. Sure. What are some of your, like, favorite deep cuts from the Judy catalog that a casual Judy fan wouldn't know? Okay. It's a very good question. I'm adding one of these to my concert, actually. It's uh, Just In Time. Mm. And she sang it several places. She didn't do it at Carnegie Hall. Um and she sang it on Judy Garland show, of course, and on a couple of TV appearances. But it's speaking of arrangements, it has um, like six key changes in it, and it keeps oh. climbing and climbing and climbing. This really uh, uh, exciting little way—I can't really find the word I was looking for—but it. But, um, it and, but anyway, I don't think a lot of people know she even sang it, yeah. unless you're a really, real diehard Judy mm-hmm. fan. So that's one. Um, there are a couple of little gems. If you watch the Judy Garland show, there's a lot of things you never heard before. There's a beautiful little song that I've become so obsessed with called um, Don't Ever Leave Me. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a Jerome Kern and uh, Hammerstein song. And it was from a little show called Sweet Adeline. Mm. And I'm doing it also in the show. It's 16 bars long. If you've never oh, heard it, look it up on YouTube. It's 16 bars long? I think the real song is probably longer, but mm-hmm. when Judy sang it, it's just Perfect 16 audition bars. song. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> it's is. like right there for you. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's fantastic. If I auditioned, I should yeah. <laughs> There you go. Kids out there auditioning, get, <laughs> don't ever leave me. <laughs> um, did you see End of the Rainbow? I did see End of the Rainbow. Um, I saw it in London. Mm. Oh. And... 
I'm just going to go ahead and say this because I've been ah. skirting around this. I was really offended by it. Okay. Ooh. And and I was uh, I was shocked that New York embraced it so much. Mm. And I could go into it a little bit further. You yeah. know what it is? I know that Judy was difficult at the end of her life. Mm. And I know that there was a lot going on. But she also always had this extra... Uh, beautiful energy about her that everyone fell in love with when they saw her. And in that performance, as talented as she is, Tracy Bennett, I never saw that that beautiful side of her. I thought it was all only ugly. Mm-hmm. And then the songs, they I didn't I, they were all overperformed in my opinion. And they didn't they lacked all of that subtlety that Judy has where you sort of lean forward and I I, I wasn't a fan of the show. <laughs> And you know the Judy fans are really divided about that show. Mm, Very I'm sure, bad. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. Also, like, I mean, it, it comes into uh, like the celebrity factor, and that people love to watch a train wreck. And I think that's part of what that show was: was people being like, "What part of Judy's life haven't we completely dissected? Let's watch yeah. like yeah. the worst part, you know?" And like, uh, yeah, yeah. it's really. I mean, I saw that show and like was in awe of the performance and things were happening. I'm not. Like, I mean, I love my Judy, but I certainly... No expert. I I feel like as soon as I would say I'm a diehard Judy, someone would prove me wrong with things I don't know. (laughs) Sure. Uh Um, But uh, but it was like... uh, It was painful to watch that show. It it hurt to watch it because I I love Judy and I don't want to see her be in a bad spot. I just want to see, like, glorious Judy. And, you know, that's probably a lot of why I I didn't like it. Mm. Uh, But... Um, again, it was missing that positive side. But I have the, the question you asked me before, which is about uh, the catalog. People don't know. There, I just read this book that deals with the same time in Judy's life, written by this composer named Johnny Meyer. And Johnny Meyer was the second to last lover of Judy Garland. Uh, Judy left him for Mickey Deans, her final husband. Mm-hmm. He wrote several songs that she sang at the end of her life. One of them is called It's All For You. And she sang it on... I can't remember which television show about, I want to say like nine months before she died. Um, But anyway, he wrote this memoir about the time that they spent together leading right up until the time when end of the rainbow is set. Mm. And it's very clear how difficult she was, Mm -hmm. but it was also very clear that how irresistible she was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I didn't see that in the show. Yeah. Well, it also, it just makes me think of like, people want to create this idea and this image of someone who's out of control, a diva, and they're asking for all these things. But it's also like, especially the time period in which she was in the industry, it was a, it was a different industry than we're dealing with now. And it was like, she was very, her life was very controlled from what I understand. And like people were giving her drugs and giving her things and giving her anything she wanted. And then mm-hmm. when you want the things you want, people are like, why are you so demanding? Right. I was yeah. like, Judy fucking Garland. Right. <laughs> Give me what, what I want. I want. Like, yeah. I'm a fucking superstar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it sounds like your show is much more of a celebration Absolutely. of Judy and her songs. One of the things that when we were looking over your oh. bio that we were 
very excited to talk about. Yes, let's talk about it. You worked on the Sondheim concert? I yes. did work on the Sondheim We totally concert. just freaked out about that. And we want to just tell us all about it. I, well, I could talk to you about that for two hours. So you mm. Please do. It, it, was, <laughs> it was probably the most exciting thing I've ever done. I mean, <sighs> the most exciting. You know, it was two nights. We did mm. two of them. So it's exciting two nights of my life. But the, <sighs> the rehearsal process up to it were, were just as exciting. So like... Well, first of all, if you if you watch um, the uh, the number Sunday when all of the chorus floods flooded Avery Fisher Hall, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that was my little project was to get as many singers from Broadway shows and in New York to, that I, possible. We wanted uh, Lonnie Price, the director, wanted to just fill it, mm. and it was supposed it was designed as a, surpri- a birthday surprise for him, and so I spent two you know two or three weeks recruiting all these people and we had 300 plus wow that's amazing and in the video if you watch closely i'm one of the singers coming down the aisle it's a good shot of me and then after that uh, the whole crowd sings happy birthday to sondheim Mm -hmm. and it's me escorting him down the (gasps) oh no i have to watch back (laughs) that's amazing you can only see it for a second but it's it's totally me Congratulations. Wonderful. Oh, it's like, you know, I'm yeah. so proud of that. I'm more proud yes. of that. Yes, should be. That fantastic. But I, that's like my favorite YouTube hole to fall into oh, is all those videos because oh they're just so incredible. There are some stories I can't tell you on this, but I'll tell you later, honestly. <laughs> yes. Um, but I'll tell you, this can go. I was, uh, all my, my duties were everything, you know, uh, recruiting the chorus, managing the chorus, getting Steve on the stage, mm. you know, it was so many things. But one of them was during the show, there were, um, uh, several of us, and we were assigned each to uh, a group of ladies, and I got to pick mine because I was one of the uh, higher ADs. And um, the ones I picked were Bernadette Peters, mm-hmm. Audra McDonald. Sure. Heard of her? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Donna Murphy. Yes. And um, Joanna Gleason. Oh, oh, we love her. So I got to take care of these four what ladies who were all sort of sharing, like, close quarters amazing and it was it, it was it was something the, the most exciting thing and there are videos somewhere was um elaine, elaine stritch mm. rehearsing um uh yeah, i'm still here in her curlers oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's fantastic oh my and gosh she, you know i think this is you can say curse words on this right yeah, yeah, yeah. she would end um at the end of I'm Still Here, I'm Still Here, I'm Still Here, I'm Still Here, fuck! <laughs> oh my God, of course she would. And she did it every time. And then Lonnie told her, you can't do this. It's, it's going to be on TV. You can't do it. And we didn't know whether she'd do it or not. Until oh, the last yeah. She didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a professional, but she likes to stick the screw oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, love you, Loved Elaine her. Stritch. Oh. Yeah, still do. Mm. You should do Seth Sykes sing Stritch. (gasps) Next time. It's more alliterative. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A deeper cut on your resume. Yes, Um, yes. It was The Nance. You worked on The Nance, and we loved that show. Oh, good. We loved that show. Yeah, good. That was a really exciting thing to work on, too. Yeah. Any juicy stories? Any fun stories (laughs) from The Nance? We did a show at 54 Below, and Katie Huffman was in it. I love Katie Huffman. She was great. (laughs) She's what you call a hoot. Yes. Yes. That is the perfect way to describe her. (laughs) You know what's funny? When we did our show and we were like chatting with her after the show and she like told us this story about she had gone to 
Like she was like, I just love that you guys love Broadway. And we were like, we oh, love, this Broadway. Is love Broadway. We love Broadway. She told us a story about she had like gone to see some show. And at the end of it, she was like so in love with how good the show was. And she was just happy to be alive <laughs> and happy to have seen a show that she like gave a standing ovation and was just like clapping and, and going, I love Broadway. I love Broadway. Like and clapping. And now whenever I see a show that I like really love, I just want to stand up and go, I love Broadway. Just like Katie. You know, it's really funny that you say that because um, my friends all have the same joke about Karen Ziemba. No. <laughs> go see a Broadway show. Oh. Yeah. I think I part Karen of the Ziemba. story was that it was kind of a show I don't remember what show, but I think it wasn't super well received, mm. but it was like a fun, big Broadway show that she just fell in love with the right. energy of it oh, and the, was like, saw. screw everybody. Yeah. I love Broadway, you know, cause <laughs> right. it was, it was a show that was like, I see. people, I people, right. people, Other people, I don't think really was like, really like oh, that show, which is like yeah. the story of my life. Yeah. Cause all the shows that I love, nobody else likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is a sort of curse of being among mm. the theatrical elite. I think mm-hmm. sometimes. Yes. Not that I am. <laughs> well, it's, it's also funny. Like, I, I was just at work and, some, you know, one of my regular customers was, like, giving me crap about playing musical theater in the store. I work at a coffee shop. And I was like, you know what? I can play whatever music I want. Yes. And I want to listen to this cast recording. And you all just have to deal with it. <laughs> what then, were you playing by? Um, well, what was I playing in? I don't think I was playing anything today. It was like another day. I'll play like Rocky the Musical. I mean, like I'll play anything in the store. <laughs> if I'm there, like I'm respectful to my coworker, but like the customers, listen, you just have to listen to whatever I'm playing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah. yeah but just, it's, it's funny how um, like you get so much crap from the outside world within being a musical theater person. And they're like, ah, your music's so weird. And then once you get into the community, you would think and love that everyone would be like, but we all love the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then of course we have to be divided down into our own smaller factions of you like that show. Totally. You like that yeah. show. Absolutely. Instead yeah. of guys, we should all just come together. Not even and- that's so much. It's not even just those factions. It's like some of the people who I know love shows as much as I do, um, sort of are embarrassed to you know, mm, listen to they're sort of yeah. embarrassed that they listen to you right that? yeah i love joseph and i don't I care who knows it. <laughs> I, I do too yeah I I f- too. there's something about i i feel like when i really embraced my love of musical theater i went i went all in i was like i love musical theater and you know what i saw nine to five the musical ten times <laughs> and that everyone just has to deal with it yeah. you yeah. just need to deal with the fact that i loved nine to five the musical and i saw it many many times and some people are really uncomfortable with that they are. Mm. i'm really i'm very comfortable with that good <laughs> good I'm so comfortable with how many times you saw Gypsy with Bernadette Peters. Oh, I'm yes. so jealous. How I, I wish I fantastic. could go tonight. <laughs> I have like the most vivid memory when I was like, I came to New York with like my mom and the first time I was here and I, we saw like six shows in five days and I had picked them very, you know, I'd been meticulous about picking my shows and I have the most vivid memory of walking through Times Square looking down 44th Street, seeing the marquee that was like, Bernadette Peters, Gypsy, and being like, huh, we should see that. <laughs> oh, and the, like, I, we were seeing yeah. the yeah, most show. shows we could possibly yeah. see in the time we yeah. were here. And I, Let me guess, Aida, I'm trying to think of what oh, was on that. Oh God, literally, every time I look <laughs> at my so playbills from that it. week, I'm like, why didn't I say Aida? Why, why, why? Oh, I saw God. like um, Chicago and Rent. We saw the coolest, the 42nd Street. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the coolest things we saw now in retrospect oh, yeah. was uh, 
the very first Broadway show I ever saw was a play called 16 Wounded that had Jan Maxwell and like Martha Plimpton and it literally played two weeks or something <laughs> like that. And we saw it like when it was in previews. And do you feel like that was a waste of time? Or you think that was so no, cool oh, to I'm, see something? I'm, I like have a, I wish I could remember better, you know, it's like 10 years ago sure. now, but I remember really enjoying it and thinking it was a great yeah. play and enjoying mm-hmm. the performances. And I like knew Martha Plimpton from other things. So I was excited to like see a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And something, uh-huh. and I was, I was, you know, and especially now that I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I saw that like show that nobody cared about or never yeah. saw or anything yeah. like that. But yeah, and then the first musical I saw was 42nd Street with Beth Lovell. With so. Beth Lovell, oh, it yeah. all comes back to right. Beth Lovell. What was the first Broadway Funny. show you ever saw? Uh, I guess it was Les Mis, mm. a classic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you don't count things like on the road, right? The, the uh, touring companies. Well. Mm, I, I mean, would say if I asked what's the first Broadway show you ever saw, it does mean specific to Broadway. Yeah. Right, right. So lame is. Yeah. yeah. But did you see a lot of, like, did a lot of touring shows come through Paris, Texas? Well, not Paris, but Paris is near Dallas. So uh-huh. we would go, but not very often. I mean, I didn't discover my love for actual musicals, like stage musicals, until like my freshman or sophomore year of hmm. high school. So we occasionally we would go and see tours like we saw, you know, the big, the big ones like Phantom and mm. Les Mis and I don't know what else was touring at that time. I saw Casper the Musical. <gasps> was it any What's good? Casper the Musical? It was starring Cheetah Rivera. Oh. And it, I can't remember, I don't know who wrote the Wait, score. is this Casper not Casper the Friendly Ghost? <laughs> it, it is Casper, it is Casper the Friendly Wait, Ghost. But starring Cheetah Rivera? Cheetah Rivera? Yes. Was she playing Casper the Friendly Ghost? I Probably wish. not. I wish. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. She was playing like Well, it's the, like a whole comic book thing. Oh, right. I had no idea. Car- in cartoons. I knew it yeah, from yeah. cartoons. There's comic book. Started oh. as a comic book. It was a, an it offshoot, I think, of like, there was like Wendy the Witch. I don't, know. Uh, I don't know why I know so much about I love that you know that but apparently I do that's amazing uh, yeah. I had no idea but did you know there was a musical version I did not I know that no, tell us everything was, well I wish I could remember more like you it's hard to remember it's yeah. very difficult but I think I think I was like with on a date and I was having a hard time concentrating also but mm-hmm. it was it was big and lavish and I remember like their big um, moment was all these like ghost tap dancing feet <gasps> Like underneath cool. at the bottom of a, a um, scrim or something. Oh yeah. And um, but anyway, it was like a big Chid Rivera show because she plays the woman I guess who owned the house that Casper was haunting. Okay. But it was it was rich. If you worked on this show and you're listening, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think everyone knows it was really terrible. Oh man, I mean, really, I sometimes think you know. like terrible oh, shows yeah. are some of our favorite shows, oh, yeah. like oh, in a, yeah. in a, in a you know, yeah. like in a showgirls kind of way where everybody oh, loves sure. showgirls, the movie, because yeah. it's sure. the worst movie ever. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of shows like I'm that. Trying, I do too, but I, I'm having trouble thinking of one. I mean, like really bad shows. I love. Jekyll and Hyde. I love Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> I understand what you especially like, that Jekyll last Hyde. revival was. I didn't get to so see it. Oh, crazy, it such nonsense, and amazing. amazing. And the I only saw it three times. Oh man! Part of the part of the thing that made me the angriest, actually, I love just because it was so bad, was that they turned the confrontation mm. into um, a duet. Yeah, what was his Constantine? Constantine. I don't know. I forgot his name. Constantine Marulis was singing. Instead of singing both parts, there was a pre-recorded... Of himself? Yeah, of him singing 
as and there was like, like a, a video. There was like a oh. video of him. So he was like singing so, a duet with a video of so himself. So that's ruined weird. the <laughs> great nonsense of the confrontation, right? Which but, is someone singing a song right, with themselves, right? But <laughs> it also because it was so badly done, it added to the terribleness of the overall enjoyment of the show. Right? right. Okay, I see. <laughs> I see. I see. Oh God! I mean, Frank I loved it. Yeah, but 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 all that. Jekyll and Hyde is really about is screlting. So yeah. like if you know that Jekyll and Hyde is about screlting, then you come for the screlting and you get what you want. And he did okay, it. I'm sorry, I don't know what that word is. You're oh, screlting like is screaming and belting, but like uh, where you're so at the top of your range mm. that it's just like yeah, a supported scream. Yeah, oh supported scream. Screlting. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I can't believe I've never heard that. <laughs> Deborah, um, Deborah Cox did a lot of scrolting uh, in that show. Yeah. She was scrolting for the life. Of it. Um, what I find interesting is that you had you were so obsessed with that VHS of Summerstock. Mm. Were any of the more well known Judy or like mainstream, I guess, Judy um, movies in your in your childhood repertoire, like Wizard well, of Oz? All we had what, Meet well, Me in St. Louis. Uh, I don't think I saw Meet Me in St. Louis until I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we had a couple, we had, I'd seen Wizard of Oz and I, of course I liked it, but it didn't have that crazy, mm. I don't have mm. this weird, like this crazy Dorothy thing. I love that though. Yeah. That it's weird? like a different, Isn't that uh, weird? yeah. And so, and I, I, of course I love the movies and um, I've, I've spent a lot of time watching clips, but the thing that always, uh, well, I uh, used to watch um, for me and my gal, a gr- mm-hmm. gal. Yeah. My gal. Yeah. <laughs> the show is for my girl. For me, my gal. Shit. <laughs> anyway, um, well, obviously, I haven't watched it in a long time. Some up. Judy super oh, fan no. is going to email us. I know. Uh, <laughs> well, tweets. you know, I'm drinking during this interview. So. <laughs> That's the key to all of our interviews. Yep. Um, but and there was a the pirate, which was which is not great, but interesting. Um, but the thing that always really gets me going are these sort of live performances. Mm. It's Carnegie yeah. Hall. That yeah. Did it. Well, we can't wait to see your live performance. I hope you can come. Yeah. We're, it's Thursday, April 16th at 7 p.m. That's right. At 54 Below. That's right. Broadway Supper Club. Yes. Yes. Broadway <laughs> Supper. Listen, listen, it's really cool that my week, it's at 7 o'clock, it's Patty Lapone, <gasps> Patty Lapone, Patty Lapone, Seth Sykes. <gasps> That's well, amazing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That yeah. is very, very also, special. Also, uh, Nellie McKay is performing there a lot this that same week, mm. and she's going to do two numbers with me and my show. <gasps> oh, Ooh, excellent. Special guest. Special yes. guest. That's really exciting. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. This has been really is fun. Is Liza going to be there? <laughs> Eventually. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go go see live theater. theater.